Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is the emotional roller coaster. Now, this is video number 95. We're almost there, guys. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the Love Chat, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe and hit like. Additionally, if you'd like to do a Skype or email coaching, I'm available at my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching. Now then, let's talk about the least fun ride at the park, which is the emotional roller coaster. This is the sensation that we experience after a relationship is over. Some days we'll have great days and we won't miss our ex at all. Other days will be the worst days of our lives. Now, Typically, the emotional roller coaster, and we call it that because of all the ups and then all the downs. Like we said, sometimes you'll have a great day, and other times you'll have a not so great day. So, we call it a roller coaster. Typically, this begins about a month, maybe a month and a half. Like I said, there's no point in putting a timeline to it. But the reason that I think that there is one is because right after a breakup, you're only feeling bad. There's no good. There are no good days. And so that will probably persist for about a month. Perhaps a secondary title to this video could be, What Does the Dumpy Go Through? So during that first month, it's pretty much just pain. And you miss your ex and you want your ex back. And you're getting used to the lack of oxytocin and this new flood of cortisol. But as time goes on, and as your brain heals, and as you're going through the stages of grief, the first of which is shock and denial, your brain will begin to level out. You'll slowly feel a little better. And I mean, like, 5% better. And so, sometimes you'll be able to maybe go 5 minutes without thinking about your ex. The problem with this stage is that you're hyper-aware of time. And so, 5 minutes can feel like 5 hours. And... Your brain, usually at this stage, will not let you forget about your ex. You're always aware that your ex left. You can be out hanging out with friends, and you'll still be aware that your ex left. Now, some time will go on. My guess is, like I said earlier, a month and a half to two months. And you'll begin feeling kind of okay. Your work days will be a little less crappy. You'll be able to get through the day, maybe for 10, 15 minutes, and not think about your ex. And it's a sign of healing. You've moved on from the shock and denial phase into more of the maybe mild anger and depression phase. And this is normal for the stages of grief. And for those of you who don't know what the stages of grief are, I will be doing a video on those. And I think I've covered them in, in the past, but I'll be doing a whole video dedicated on those. But So the two-month phase is usually around the time where you're able to go out with friends. You're able to feel okay. Maybe you'll have an okay day once in a while, but usually there's a lot more bad than good. You're still feeling pretty crappy about yourself. The best way to counter this, I'm telling you, is the gym. I know a lot of us don't want to go to the gym, but it's a new year, and so it's time for a new you. Go to the gym. Journal. Go for long walks. That's how you combat this. Remember, it's a part of your brain that's releasing too much negativity, too much cortisol, the stress hormones are designed to keep you in that place of sadness, to, designed to remind you that you need to go get your ex back. It's a survival mechanism. Now, some time will go on, and it will be the three, maybe four-month mark, and you'll be feeling pretty good, actually. You know, you can get through the days pretty well. And you think that maybe you're finally on the final path out of the woods. And actually, 
you're beginning to ask yourself if you even want this person back. And you're feeling really good, almost surprised at your level of healing. And some more time will go on. Now we're at the four and a half, five month mark. You're feeling really good about yourself and your prospects and you know that better things are coming your way. And then out of nowhere, you tank. It's as if you're back at day one. Nothing's happened, but you just want your ex back so bad out of nowhere. Now, everybody's different, and some people don't go through this phase. But this is a culmination of all the coachings I've done and what I've personally felt out of nowhere. I really wanted my ex back, but I was doing so well. I was focusing on myself. I was doing everything this this crappy coach on YouTube was telling me to do. This is bullcrap. Why do I want my ex back again? It's your brain's final attempt to reach back to the past and reconnect. You'll notice that out of nowhere, you'll feel really bad. You might ask yourself, what did I do? I don't get it. I, I didn't do anything different today. I didn't, I didn't look at pictures of my ex. I didn't go on their social media. I didn't do any of this. It's very normal. And I want to reassure you that if you feel bad out of nowhere, especially after a couple of weeks of feeling great, it's completely normal. It's what your brain does. Remember, to your brain, to your subconscious, this is all about survival. And so it's going to do whatever the hell it takes to get you to survive. So what are some ways that you can avoid some of the downturns of the roller coaster? First and foremost, social media. You got to stop checking it. You have to stop looking at their social media. You're never going to see what you want to see. Anything that you see on their social media is either going to give you false hope or false doom, right? Just don't do it. It's not helpful. You're never going to go see, I'm so sad that I broke up with my ex and I'm going to go back to them right now. Because guess what? That's really the only thing you're looking for. You're either doing that or you're stalking. You're being the secret agent. A helpful tip to get you through some of these phases quicker is that whenever you have a downturn, whenever you're feeling sad about your situation and that roller coaster is going downwards, I want you to observe what's set you off. Did you recently think about your ex? Did you recently hear comments about your ex from mutual friends? What happened in your day that reminded you of your ex and is making you sad? And what's important here is to take a scientific look at the behavior, right? Don't judge yourself for being sad. Simply step away from the sadness and observe it. How do I feel about this? How can I avoid this set of behaviors that led me to be sad today? Can I avoid this in the future so I will be less sad? Now, there's going to be time where you just have to sit in the sadness. It's normal. It's grieving. And you need to grieve. We shouldn't hide from it. Nor should we go look up old photos of our ex and introduce ourselves to it. There's got to be that balance. I remember one time where I was looking through old photos, not even of my ex, just of my family and things that we would do. And I guess the photo albums got mixed up and some photos of my ex trying on wedding gowns was in there. And, oh, God, this was about four months in. I remember feeling, oh, horrible. But I learned not to judge myself. There was no way I could have known that those pictures were there. And so what did I do? I took that photo album. I put it somewhere else where I wasn't going to see it. And I promised myself to do better in the future. And that is an example of doing better. Avoiding those triggers. Rather, learning what those triggers are and learning to avoid them. Talking to certain friends will remind you of your ex. It will make your brain think that talking to this person is reconnecting with your ex. 
right? Because they're a link back to your ex. Get it? A link to the past. It's a video game joke. Anyway, after the five and a half, six, seven month mark, you're going to be feeling a lot better. Now remember, I encourage you not to judge yourself on any timeline. We're all different. We all heal differently. We all have access to different things that will help us heal. Certainly, for those of you who don't know, I play a lot of different instruments, and so I have a more creative and musical outlet. For some of you, perhaps it's doing exercise at the gym. We're all different. But what I will say is that the pain after the six-month mark is nowhere near as intense as the pain first experienced in months one through four. And so it is through this time that we begin to begin to reach the final stages of grief, which is testing and acceptance. You are seeking realistic solutions, and acceptance is you find a way forward. Give yourselves the time, give yourselves the space, realize that Breakups are emotional roller coasters. You're going to feel good. You're going to feel bad. You're going to feel horrible. You're going to feel elated. It's normal. If you're going through it, I highly recommend journaling. You want to be able to look back and have tangible evidence of your growth as a person. I know you can do it. And I know it will take time. And it will be one of the hardest things you've ever done. But it's your job to make sure that what you've gained is greater than what you've lost. You've lost a person, but maybe you've gained your best self. That's something to chew on. That's all I had for today. If you found my video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you would subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment below and tell me what topics you want me to cover in the future. Additionally, let me know how I did on this video. Do you agree with the things that I've said? And what has your timeline looked like? For those of you who enjoy ASMR and guided meditation, I've launched a channel and the first video for that will be next week. If that's something you're interested in, all you need to do is click the I at the top right hand corner of this video. Until next time.